recording. This is not a show. Live on this Zoom with Tommy Gas. That's that's the theme song, all right. Yeah, no, I nailed it. I'm a real yeah. show fan. Yeah, you're a real uh real show aficionado. Yeah, sh- shop sh- I'm shopanese. <laughs> sure. Why the fuck not? Yeah, dude. And that's not that's not a problem to say because Chopin was white. Oh, okay, so it's how do you do, how do you do like I know how to do an offensive Japanese impression. How do you do an offensive like Chopin impression? Oh, uh, sub Holmes, I'm Chopin. <laughs> What's up, fucker? I play like the piano and shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Chops I was like I was like Beethoven, but like not as good, but still pretty good, dude. Yeah, dude. Underrated. <laughs> all right well we we, we stuck it to chopin i don't fuck with chopin really what song did he do uh i think he uh i think he did the original version of who let the dogs out before the baja men covered no, it no that was michael jackson uh uh i, I actually haven't I, I couldn't name one chopin banger i think he did number five i feel like most well most then presumably did. he did numbers one through four as well <laughs> Yeah, that's that's before like people like artists really had the brains to like name things. They're just like people people fuck with numbers, you know. Yeah, seventeen hundreds. Everyone's autistic until pretty much the microwaves invented. We'll just do numbers. I like the idea of Beethoven's set list, but all the songs are numbers. So it just says one, twelve, two, seven, three, nine. <laughs> yeah. It's just six nine six nine six nine over and over and over again. Hell yeah, Beethoven fucks, dude. Yeah, DJ Mozart D. Well, dude, it's like you know how blind people can like uh, smell really good or whatever. Deaf people get super horny. Like it, uh, it goes to their senses. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? I watched I watched a movie with my family last night about it. Uh, I just want to pause here that I said disabled people are mad horny and it reminded you of your family, which is a great yeah, start. Yeah, I watched a movie, about, you, you'll hear, you'll, you'll see where I'm going, okay. about like, uh, is a French movie about, about like a black dude taking care of a paraplegic and uh, okay. that, was, that was like a major plot point. Was it, was how horny he was in the wheelchair? But with his ears. <laughs> Wait, so so like you wanted somebody to whisper like come shit in him or dude, like there was what? like a whole montage where like uh the black dude got him a masseuse to rub his ears. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. So the it, guy he he didn't ask the caretaker guy to like deal with it. No, no. The caretaker dude is like, I know a bunch of Asian uh sorry, Chopinese masseuses that can help out with <laughs> I know a bunch is so funny. Yeah. He's like, no, you got a letter in the mail. And he's like, oh, it's garbage. He's like, no, it's not. It's an ear massage. <laughs> did, did, okay, I, I have to ask, what is this movie called? I don't know. I guess they made a uh, the American version with Kevin Hart. I was going to say, it sounds like the exact plot of that thing. Uh, but do the did the girls who were giving the massage know that that was jerking them off, or were they just well, like, oh, I'm just doing so. a normal ear massage? I don't think so, because there is a oh, plot point. that sucks. <laughs> There's a plot point where they're going to massage the rest of the body, and then the cool black guy is like, whoa, 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 keep it to the ears. Yeah, <laughs> which which is a fair point. Like, why are you gonna give a massage to a guy who can't feel nothing? Yeah, it was it was one of those movies where it's like it was a feel good movie. It was a good movie, but it was weird because it was just like. The rich paraplegic teaches, you know, um, teaches about the finer things in life and 
having a bed and having your own bath and then the black dude teaches them how to like smoke weed and get massages like it's just a kind of it's just like it's like man if you really put this on paper it's not as feel good as you think because a major plot point <laughs> Right. Well, the idea, the idea that the that the guy in the wheelchair needs to learn how to relax, like, you know, what, man, you you're pretty relaxed. Well, it was it was one of the, if you really break it down, the movie was a, a a cripple teaches a black guy how to have money. Okay. And the black dude teaches a crippled dude how to do drugs. Which <laughs> a black really a black dude teaches a crippled dude how to be what the crippled dude thinks all black guys are. That's really what it was. Is let's swap stereotypes. The movie. <laughs> ah, yes, all the stereotypes of the rich uppity paraplegic. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you know the type. They Rolling around on their high horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never make eye contact. Always yeah. ask you to do stuff for them. Well, if you're a rich white guy and then you end up in a wheelchair, it's a lateral move. Like everybody's going to take care of you, and you don't have to wait in line for anything. Yeah, basically, it's you just have an excuse to have someone else wipe your ass. Before, yeah, yeah. Before you had to pay a girl, you bought out of a shipping container to do it. Yeah, and in this case, he just yeah. That, it was a good movie though. It was it was a okay. good movie. It was yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was just just a little a little bit on the nose with what they imagined the black guy was going to be like. <laughs> I do like the idea that he's rolling a joint and he looks at the wheelchair guy and he's like, you thought you were the only one who knew how to roll. And then they high five. <laughs> well, I guess they don't high five. I guess uh, somebody uses a robot to move Crips Magoo's arm up into a high five scenario. You know what's great is the, the a lot of the movie was the black dude forgetting that he can't high five. Is that like a recurring thing? Yes. So so the guy who wrote this movie was like, what do black people love? Drugs and high fives. <laughs> well, no, there was a there was also a scene while the dude was asleep, he started pouring hot tea on him because he didn't believe that he was actually disabled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that I kind of like. Here's the thing. I'm I'm talking some shit. It was honestly a pretty great movie. Like it's pretty, All right. it was pretty funny if you don't, you know. For a hardcore movie, it was pretty it was pretty ableist and racist. <laughs> but look, look, you have me at scalding the disabled. Like yeah. I'm all the way on board. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it was pretty. Uh, yeah, it it was overall. I give it a solid A. Nice. I was a, a for funny. ain't standing up. <laughs> yeah. Now I've been in. I was kind of telling you, I've been in like a weird emotional. I've just been dealing with a lot of personal issues. I won't get to it past that. But like, uh, Tom has AIDS. Yeah, uh, AIDS. Um, uh, uh, but uh, before before we started watching, uh, or before we started doing this, I was watching uh, uh, videos of athletes taking retarded girls to prom. And okay. <laughs> Is that the sequel to the wheelchair guy movie? <laughs> no, no, it's just there's a lot of YouTube videos like Brock Besser, uh, the hockey player. He, he yeah, did it. and usually I'm not, I don't I'm not a sucker for emotional stuff. Usually, I'm just like, well, they're the easiest kind of girl you can take to prom. That's usually okay. like, <laughs> your your implication being that this hockey player wanted to go to prom, couldn't find a date, and was like, I know, I'll sucker the ding dong. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I looked at a little glass half full. And it was it was it was really sweet. Even yeah. you know, even if he, he did up his shot and get him lucky, I thought it was a nice move to do that. 
Well, dude, they bonded. I mean, her IQ is the same as his jersey number. <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's, I mean, I mean, I mean, my God, you'd have to be mentally disabled to be a woman and want to go out with a professional athlete at this point. Like, I feel like if you're really going to get the full I'm dating an athlete experience, it means that special needs girl had to get beat up in an elevator at the end of the date. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the other thing is like all these people are, you know, they talk about this athletes, especially like football with the CT and fighting and hockey and the CT. Right. It's like. Yeah, but you're not talking about, the, you know, their wives are pretty much doing the same thing for the check. They don't get enough time in the spotlight. They should make lines marrying athletes if they really team. Right. That's so no one funny. helped Ray Rice's wife. No. It's, this is, this is what, what's the word? Misogyny. Uh, and they, someone needs to fix it. Yeah. No, I, okay. I have a pitch. Uh, so we do make a, we do make a feel good movie. About okay. a a special needs girl who goes to prom with a football player, and the movie is called First Downs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I don't know who the cast is. I know The Rock is definitely the guy. I don't you get pick a girl from a Disney Channel show and slap some silly putty on her face, and then uh, you, so you, you you do that. Gomez. What's up, Gomez? Selena Gomez. Yeah, I like she, that. Yeah, she she I think she can make the transition without makeup. Oof. <laughs> Sick burn. Yeah, dude. I'm all about roasting Disney Channel stars. Does Selena Gomez? I don't even know what she looks like. I'm Googling her. Uh um <laughs> I mean she looks pretty cross-eyed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like do you think I, I haven't already thought about similar plans? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's, that's your plan is go for slow looking women you you really haven't looked at the chart on my wall in my room i have a whole list of people i could put to, to, I, I i don't i don't look at your weird eugenics corner where you're measuring skulls trying to figure out which television star is the the most addled oh i i can do it by eye yeah yeah by like eye, a game recognized game situation too close together yeah <laughs> there you go you just you have a laser pointer and like a fucking uh a slide ruler and you're just doing charts <laughs> uh yeah man i don't i'm like one of those construction workers that doesn't have a tape measure that's a bad construction worker is what you're Not describing some, some are right some of them no if I hired a guy to do construction and I was like, are you going to measure that? And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to eyeball it. I would not hire that guy. Yeah. But what if he was right all the time? You know, who would definitely be right is the guy who measured the thing. That's not true. What if it was Brock Buster's date to prom? I mean, she could probably figure out a ruler. I think she's allowed to have those. Yeah. Yeah. Her ruler is the state. Um, right. No, uh, yeah, no. There's some people who can just really like eyeball that. Uh, anything with numbers, they just can do off the top of their head. That you makes know? sense. Yeah, that's what Rain Man's about. But even then, check. You know what I mean? Double check your work. That takes too long. That's you know what? I'm paying you. Take an <laughs> extra twenty minutes to measure some stuff. Yeah, but then yeah, and I guess. This is why you shouldn't, this is, I mean, it's your hiring. It's your choice. Whatever. Yeah. Else, this is the best guy. <laughs> I, I mean, who is, uh, so everyone is telling me this guy who doesn't check anything is the best guy. No, he does check. He just does it 
with his mind. That's not what checking means. That's looking. Okay, so if Mr. Rainman, brother of Tom okay. Cruise, okay, if if you drop toothpicks and he told you how many there were, would uh -huh. you be like, well, you got to check now? Well, I mean, sure, but if I hired him to count some toothpicks for me, then yeah, I would make him check. Uh huh. But why am I going to take his if, word for it? At, at three for three, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be like, all right, maybe he knows something I don't. How do we get to three for three? If Mr. Tom Cruise's count brother is uh -huh. three for three on toothpicks dropped, okay. and you're still double checking, he could have guessed like nine other drops of toothpicks at this point. That's what? twelve drops of toothpicks. You're not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to hire this guy to build my house. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is why you don't have a sense of adventure. Is my house made of toothpicks? I'm see. I'm just going to to build a house with uh, uh, movies, cast from the movies with disabled people. I'm getting. I am Sam. Okay. I'm getting uh, uh, Mr. Toothpick. I'm getting. Who, who else is good? Oh, the whole cast from The Ringer. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, who else? You know what's weird about that movie? Real, real quick. Side that it exists. <laughs> Well, the, look, The Ringer is a hilarious concept for a movie. But what's funny is that the whole moral of that movie is that it's bad to pretend you're mentally disabled. But, uh -huh. like, Kevin Hart is playing a mentally disabled guy in that. Like, and he's not, he just is playing, he's doing slow face. Yeah. So it's a movie where the message is don't do this, starring a guy actively doing it. <laughs> right. I mean, I think, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, I have the same the same issue with Forrest Gump, and I've talked about this a bunch of times. Right. I don't know if I ever talked about it in a podcast. It 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 ticks me off a little bit that they didn't get a, a disabled guy to play Forrest Gump because Tom Cruise is not disabled enough. Well, Tom Cruise is not in Forrest Gump. Oh, the other Tom. <laughs> I I would I would love to see that version of Forrest could, Gump though. You could tell Tom's apart at this point. Tom, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. Myself, I started a podcast with Tom Green, and somehow we're five years in, and I'm just now realizing <laughs> I might have zoomed the wrong guy. Yeah, this is Tom Blue, baby. Go, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Hey, I'll give you a moment to kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> we find the dullest butter knife I have to hack through my fucking hammy wrist. See, the, the cast of the ringer would have gotten you a better tool. <laughs> That's a fair point. Can I uh can I ask you a question that we talked about this on the bonus episode that I did with Jordan, but I wanted to get your uh, read on it. Okay, and I haven't listened to that yet. I know you haven't. Uh and that's why I felt confident uh bringing it up. So the other day I was uh I was outside smoking and three raccoons came out uh from behind a trash oh, can. They okay. came they came out from behind a dumpster and they kind of came near me and they were like like they were doing raccoon stuff. They were trying to be threatening. And I kind of just looked at them and then they walked away. And then I went upstairs and we all did our own thing. And I came up and told Jordan that just thinking it was like, a, oh, yeah, I saw a bunch of raccoons. They like kind of came around me and she goes, oh, my God, are you OK? Like she thought she genuinely felt threatened for my safety because I was near three raccoons. Uh -huh. And she wasn't doing a bit. She was like she was acting like they had a gun. Like, she really thought that three raccoons would kill me. 
And when I said, you don't think I could handle three raccoons, she changed the subject. Uh, so what I'm asking you is, could I fight three raccoons? Oh, I was hoping you were going to ask me anything else. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you don't think I can handle I'm big. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they're more limber than you. Well, you ever, it doesn't matter. They're little. If they're near me, I can tear them or kick them. Like I have. Uh, okay, <laughs> you're going to try to tear the raccoons. I'm going to rip a raccoon in half. <laughs> Look, I know I can't. I know I can't rip a raccoon in half, but I can like yank its tail <laughs> off or like rip some fur off it, and it sucks. Now, now, now <laughs> see, now I'm imagining you ripping them in half, going like. This is for the phone books. I miss phone books. Um, no. I also could just throw him. Like, yeah, they're used to they're used to jump. Like they they can fall better than people. Okay, but can they get stepped on better than people? Um, no. But you have two feet. There's three raccoons. This, I hate to say it, but that is a fair point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also want to I want to make it clear that I understand that I'm arguing passionately that I would be very good at animal abuse. Like, I don't want to fight a raccoon. I love raccoons. I'm just saying, if the shit goes down. <laughs> I mean, what do you consider winning the fight? Being alive. Yes, but you won't be the same. <laughs> No, and no one has any faith in my ability to kill something small. I upgraded you from death to... They're not that small. Raccoons are... are they are small. <laughs> uh-huh. They're compared to me? <laughs> well, yeah. that's You could say that about anything, bud. Uh, <laughs> waka waka fat joke. Compared to a normal human being. Hey, stop laying me up. Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I w I'm not going to go searching for the ball outside the strike zone, but if you keep throwing it down the plate, I got to take a swing, bud. Um, That's true. And I never leave anything on a plate. Om, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> it's more fun when I do it. Um, so <laughs> I eat, eat, eat 10 pounds of shit and die in a fire, you fuck. <laughs> well, well, part of it, too, is like, like, do you know how sharp their paws and teeth are? This was this was her thing as well that they have very sharp claws and teeth. Yeah, but I I don't know I, I I'm wearing All right, shoes. So how many, um, how many? <laughs> I think this will this will. All right. So related question, but I, I'm not expecting the same answer. How okay. many how many midgets with small pocket knives do you think you could take? Uh I mean. How small of a knife and how small of a guy? Whatever the standard, the short little person is. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking, are we talking mini me or are we talking like uh, like Martin St. Louis? Like, you know what I mean? Are we talking like a five footer or are we talking Martin like a St. Louis is taller than you. Martin, I, he's about the same height, I think. Um, I'm yeah, no, I'm saying I'm saying like Munchkin Land. Okay, so we're going, we're going full teeny tinies. Yeah. And they have knives? They have small knives. Uh, I mean, maybe two. Two? Well, my conversion is uh, uh, one tiny person equals one point uh, 
a one and one third rack code is a conversion. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so I have a third of a raccoon remainder. That's going to be the well, problem. I think, yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's whoever wants it more. I mean, my, my argument is this, like, okay, so the raccoons are over there and they're mad. And I'm me. If I just go, I'm bigger than them. They know to run away from things that are bigger than them. Oh, but this is a different. This is a different situation. In this situation, I thought you guys were fighting. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was like, the raccoons are going to gang up and take you down. Well, here's I'm like, I can scare the raccoon off. Well, if they have rabies, then they're not going to get scared off. They're going to want your meat, and they're going to want it in their mouth and in their hands. Look, this would not be the first time something that lived in a trash can asked me for my meat. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Yeah, and it's not the first time that 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 thing was doing blackface either. I, you have a type, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just a guy, a guy who's like, "Hey, I need you to come over and fuck me anonymously." Also, I'm wearing a problematic costume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's a close call because. They're also going to be biting, biting, uh, and scratching at your ankles, and those teeth are sharp. They can cut right through you. So, if it's a good bite of your Achilles heel, then you have one foot. Then, then basically, you know that that other foot's a turkey, pretty much. It's not going to do it. You won't right. be able to put much weight on it. Then you're on one leg. That then, you know. So, that that's why I kind of I I mean. Look, we need to put Vegas odds on this because the sports books would love that the the closeness they'd love. Yeah, under on you winning that fight. So, well, I think the prop bet is how many uh, how many times do I get bit in the process? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot. Yeah, I I don't know if you can bet a lot, but <laughs> I would bet the over. <laughs> That's hurtful, but fair. <laughs> yeah, in terms of who wins, that's tough. That's tough. What are you holding? What's up? What are you I, holding in this situation? I'm. I, I mean, I was holding half a cigarette. Mm, yeah, that doesn't change the odds. Yeah, that's a fair. I bet that, the, no. I, yeah, I'd say that you'd survive. Yeah. I mean that's I think you, yeah nice thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I was being generous, but yeah, I think you'd survive. That's I that, think. That, 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 okay, go ahead. I think more raccoons than Keiths would die. That's fair. That's you know what I'm going to take that and move out of this because I'm <laughs> bummed. I, I, I'm not going to get a better answer than that, and I'm bummed out that I brought it up. <laughs> Just, yeah, <laughs> I mean the raccoons can get pretty big. I didn't see the ones that challenged you, but they were normal raccoon size. Uh huh. I'm a functional adult who has survived <laughs> my life, and yet no one will give me the benefit of the doubt. Meanwhile, everyone's like, "How many tigers could Tom kill with his brain?" I think, <laughs> I think two raccoons. You win that. Okay, so two raccoons, but three is a toss-up. Three is tough for me. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 points. That's uh, that's more raccoons than legs. Here's what I think the move is. So there's three raccoons, right? Uh huh. So as they're kind of circling and they're getting ready to attack, I look for the one who seems least sure about it, 
and I use fucking Aquaman trash man power and I get him to join me on my side. And then I have a okay. raccoon fighting. I go Jurassic World on this shit. You know, that would be a great idea to use Aquaman powers on a raccoon since they do love swimming in the ocean. You know what I mean, fuck dick. Like, you're communicating via telepathy. You're, because you're it bonded. puts you at a bad starting point for this argument. No, I don't mean literal Aquaman powers. I'm not ridiculous. I'm saying that because me and them are both gross trash goblins with weird bags under our eyes, I can communicate telepathically with the raccoon. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if it was you four versus a liquor store, I'd put the money on you guys. Okay, because now I love this is me with my roving band of raccoons. <laughs> yeah, no, if they like Oliver if you, Twist. Yeah, if you can communicate with them and they listen to you, then I, I definitely give you the edge versus a liquor store. Okay, but uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I will take it. Well, I'm trying to give you wins, bud. That's, I love how hard you have to bend over backwards to imagine a world where I won. You win. You win against two raccoons. The, two raccoons doesn't help me. I mean, yeah, it does. You didn't lose. <laughs> you suck. Let's read Twitter <laughs> questions. <laughs> we What's actually that? have a deal. I said, let's read some Twitter, uh, Twitter question or two. We have quite a few, actually, because we have two episodes okay. worth. Uh, let's start here. Jay Holler continued his uh, trend of doing my favorite thing where you get the hard question and I get the really easy one. Uh, okay. Tom, what one thing should every human experience at least once in their lives? And Keith, what is your favorite kind of M&M? Okay, you first. Uh, my answer to both questions are those, uh, the mini M&Ms they used to sell in the little tube when we were kids. Mm -hmm. You remember those? <laughs> It's the one thing, the a discontinued M&M product is the one thing that everyone should experience. Dude, they were great because you felt you felt like a sultan because you got like 50 M&Ms. Like it was uh -huh. so many M&Ms. Uh-huh. I, I also have a theory. I think those M&Ms uh, paved the way for our generation uh, having a debilitating addiction to uh, prescription medication. Oh, that's we got, you, we got used to having a rattling tube full of little, uh, little circles that clacked around. And then when you ate them, you felt better. Uh huh. Like What's those funny? were baby's first Percocets. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What's <laughs> funny to me about your answer is like the mini M Ms when you were a kid are just regular M Ms now. Like you, you got <laughs> okay, no. the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about those mini M Ms, man. I keep getting bigger; they stay the same size. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. No fucking uh, no. The proportion. Yeah, putting a new, new, a new version of M and Ever uh, that I fucked it up. God damn it! I, I, Matthew M and M McConaughey. McConaughey. God damn there it! You go. Yeah, literally M M. Yeah. Uh, Fucking no, but the proportion that you grow is like it's not like I didn't get so much bigger that the M and M's now are like tiny. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I mean they're small, but they're not the same kind of small. I guess that's true. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I there's should. no, there's no guessing, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no. I, you're not, you're, you're not the jury anymore. This isn't Raccoon Town. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, we could get bigger, and then that makes seven M smaller. Sure, but I'm not gonna Apache chief up four sizes just so M and M seems smaller. I'm but not I'm trying to superpower my way out of savings. Uh huh. 
I'm just saying you can still accomplish this dream. You it's not a dream. <laughs> you said everyone should experience it. You you can, you can just eat them. I think they still have them. I thought they were discontinued. I don't know, actually. Let me see. Uh this is this is riveting radio. <laughs> Mini M and M. Okay, you're not gonna believe it. Mini M and M's crashed into an ice cream parlor in the third. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it seems like they still have. You were attacked by two raccoons, and (laughs) no, they're still around. They're available. Huh. Well, the fact that you never see them anymore sure doesn't seem like many other people feel the same way about them. But maybe everyone else is wrong. I'm a trailblazer. Yeah. Yeah, um, something that everyone should experience. You know what my serious answer to something every human should experience is, oh. like aside from the joke, is the crispy M&Ms that they used to do <laughs> <laughs> with the little pretzel bits in them. <laughs> um, I think, you know what, I think everyone, everyone should, uh, everyone should ride a bike. Okay. No, it's a good it's a good feeling. <laughs> I just like that you weren't gonna offer up any uh any follow-up after I did a fucking college dissertation about the small MMs. No, because like bikes are cool. Um like a good thing people can experience. <laughs> or maybe a bad thing, just something you think everybody would be better off having experienced. Ooh. I think every everyone should at some point in their life get in one fist fight. I like that. I like that a lot. And the reason is, is I think a lot of people have way more vibrato than they think they than I think they should. Yeah, I think, you, I'm I just going to jump in here. You meant bravado. What did I say? Vibrato. Oh well, I say it fancier than you. No, I think it's a good. Okay, Chopin. Yeah. No, just you, you and your. Uh, just because, just because you're you're a racist against Chopin, man, doesn't mean that I can't to, to say things better. Uh, no, I like because I think in a fist fight, whether you win or lose, there's a certain amount of mortality that you experience in terms of like, uh, you know, getting punched doesn't feel good. Punching right. someone else doesn't feel good. And I think like uh, afterwards, you you it it allow, also allows people to go okay, that was not worth my nose. That was not worth right. Whatever it was, you, you know what I mean. And it also teaches like teaches about mortality. Teaches about your fit, you know, like your physical limitations. Um, I do think that that uh, like uh, there's nothing wrong with being gender neutral. I would go with by your birth. Uh, uh, what's the difference between birth sex in terms of the matchups? If you were born, oh, a man, okay, don't... yes, <laughs> okay, okay, yes. So, this is you trying to get out of somebody like punching a woman and being like, No, Tom said I should do it, it was on my bucket. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I lost track for a second. I was like, How did we get to gender neutral? I, I thought you were gonna say one thing every human should do is switch genders. <laughs> <laughs> even Honestly, if, even if you're not trans fuck it do it for a week <laughs> you know i've never experienced that maybe that is something that i could learn a lot I, honestly i probably would learn a lot from it yeah i don't think i'll do it because i don't feel like i qualify but i i yeah no it's empathy is good 
honestly, I learned a lot from about empathy from fist fights. You know, yeah, this, this whole thing still feels like you're trying to talk me out of fighting the raccoons. No, I think humility would be good for you. <laughs> I'm going to go wandering the fucking streets like Charles Bronson and Death Wish looking for raccoons to fight. I'm bringing you back pelts, motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I think you'll survive. I think your hands and lay, feet will be be mangled. Well, they will heal, but the broken raccoons will not. See, I mean, you could be starting a long-term feud. This this mentality is <laughs> this mentality is what got Israel and Palestine into such deep conflict. Okay, so we need a we need a two-state solution for the garbage cans behind the apartment. Honestly, I can't think of any two demographics that use them more. Right. Which one am I? Am I Israel or Palestine? In this? You're Palestine. <laughs> I mean, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> my answer is uh, everyone. Everyone should uh, get in a fist fight. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, no, I think that's a good answer. Uh, what else? You learn a oh. lot about yourself, and you, yeah, honestly, when I was a kid, a lot of the people I did get in fist fights with ended up becoming friends. Okay. Well, that actually ties really well into Jay Holler gave us another back-to-back uh, question. So he says, Tom, is a life focused on avoiding pain a worthwhile life? And Keith, how do you take your coffee? Uh, I take my coffee uh, with, what I do is I do like a splash of coffee and then I fill it to the brim with peanut butter m and M's. Honestly, that does sound like so. Like the 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 world we've created that you are, right? That sounds like something you would do, and in real life, kind of. That sounds like okay. <laughs> but but I can see the wheels in your head turning. Like, okay, what if my coffee tasted like peanut butter and chocolate? Like, is that the worst idea? I like peanut butter and chocolate. I don't like it as my coffee. See, I I love a uh, I love an, an insane creamer. I really want my fucking uh, I, I want my coffee to taste like a Dutch bakery. Like I want whatever vanilla or like if there's ever a novelty creamer, I will go for it. Like there's a cinnamon toast crunch one I've got my eye on right now. You know what's fucked up? The only place I use creamer is at the apartment. Okay. Literally, I drink it black, and you know the main reason I put it in there is to is to cool it off. And I'm and, and I'm thinking about it for the first time, and this is dumb, but uh, I'm like, why don't I just get milk to cool it off? I don't like milk and coffee taste weird to me though. Yeah, creamer tastes better, but I don't I don't like it's mostly the creamer's good for cooling off the coffee so I can drink it. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'm watching debate now. Yeah, I mean black coffee is the fist fight of beverages, so it makes sense that that's what you like. Yeah, every morning. But right between my morning fist fights. <laughs> um is and my answer is no. Is is something bumping around on your mic? Oh, sorry, I was playing with the a lid. <laughs> okay, yeah, do, do that. Do that away from the machine that the podcast lives in, please. <laughs> sorry, I was playing with a Starbucks uh, cold brew lid. Yeah, it, if you played that part of the podcast backwards, it's a secret message that says Tom's been dead for twenty years and we replaced him. <laughs> so you think no, a life avoiding pain is not a life worth living? Yeah. Yeah, I think most good things require pain. Yeah. You yeah. I, I think I think you might like pain too much though. 
Well, I also don't think it's something you can avoid. So if you, you'd have to pretty much make your whole life mission to avoid pain. Right. It would fucking consume you and you would still end up losing. Well, yeah. I mean, like to avoid pain, you'd have to just like sit in your house all day, like never go out anywhere, just kind of, uh, you know, isolate from humanity. And I just don't think anyone could do that for nine months without going insane. <laughs> No, I see your point. I agree with you. I think that, yeah, I think fucking whether it's the fist fight or emotionally go out and get hurt and you'll learn some cool shit about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just unavoidable. Right. And you try to avoid pain. You put yourself in a vacuum. Well, you can only hurt yourself inside the vacuum. Right. Although you hurting you hurting yourself you hurting yourself inside a vacuum seems like something that would happen if I asked you to clean the apartment. <laughs> like somehow you would vacuum your whole thumb off clean, and then you would lose Sorry. the other hand trying to get it out. Sorry, pot. What color am I? What? Well, fuck you! I vacuumed like two days ago, <laughs> and I only cut myself twice. <laughs> okay, can I can I can I tell you the worst injury I got recently? Yes. And I, I swear to God, this is not a joke. This really happened. And when it happened, I was like, I cannot wait to tell Tom about it. Uh, I gave myself a paper cut opening a new thing of butter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Edge went to two raccoons versus one Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I can use my buttery thumbs to make them think I'm God. They would love that. <laughs> that's so funny yeah i i just i i almost forgot about it and i'm like oh that's tom will enjoy that i didn't even know you could do that with wax paper no not with the paper of the stick i was opening the box that the butter is in oh okay that's a little better and i just shank right across the and the worst part is i still had to do something with the butter so i was getting butter and the paper cut and it was salty I'm still, you know what? I'm still, I, I'll, I'll raise it back up to two and a half raccoons versus one Keith. I'm not giving you back to three raccoons. <laughs> you never gave me the three raccoons. I said that was an even. I said that was good Vegas odds. Oh, okay. So now I'm losing to the rack. This, this is bullshit, man. I didn't, yeah, but I didn't give up. I ate the butter. I won. <laughs> <laughs> the blood on it and everything. Uh, <laughs> there was only a little bit of blood. <laughs> Uh, Pat uh, Ormsby says every show from the past 20 years is getting a reboot right now. If you were in charge of the reboot of a program from the last 20 years, what would it be and what would the spin on it be? Ooh. Oh, okay. Do you know I'm thinking? I have a couple. Mine would be those commercials for the tiny M&Ms. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I think my initial pitch is I would like to remake the show Friends, but every character is you. <laughs> and I want to be clear: there's not five of you. It's just you, and you are constantly changing like wigs and shirts, trying to do Friends by yourself. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No one else in the show addresses this fact. They're acting like everything's normal, and you just have to try and keep up with them. Uh huh. See, I would. I think I'd go with Seinfeld. Okay, but but me and me and Ramsey move into Jerry's apartment. Okay, I like that. Yeah, because that way I. I wonder what that would be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, mostly in it for the money on that answer. <laughs> Fair. You just Googled which sitcom paid the most. <laughs> I mean, pretty. I assume that was a big one. That's yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I thought about Friends, but then you know, like Jennifer Aniston's old now, so. Fair. Uh, all right. Uh, Mineta says, uh, "Fuck Mary Kill, King of the Hill edition." We know how much you love Fuck Mary Kills. I do. Uh, I think it's super original. But he switched it up a bit, so it's "Fuck Hangout, Frame for Murder," uh, Cotton Hill, uh, Gilbert Dotrieve, Bill's cousin from Louisiana, and Con. Is Kill Hangout and Murder? Fuck Hangout and Frame for Murder. Um, well, I think I'd go Bill's cousin for fuck because he seems like at least he, I think he has some experience in the merry-go-rounds and so maybe I'll have to be less <laughs> participatory. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I actually appreciate that answer that you're like, well, if I'm going to fuck a guy, I'm going to fuck the gayest guy available. I'm not like... Why would I make, choose someone where we're both not enjoying it? Uh, see, I'm going to fuck Cotton because I think it'd be really funny to top him while he's all bummed out. Uh-huh. Let me rephrase that because that sounded like I said I want to rape him. No, I mean... like <laughs> you just... sound like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, presumably everyone is consenting in this bit. I more mean like he's going to be like telling me I'm doing it wrong and being grouchy about it. And then just... Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, he's little. I think it'd be funny. Uh, I'd probably hang out. I'd hang out with uh, with Gil, the brother, because I feel like we'd get along. Which one's Gil? Uh, the the gay one that you're banging. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then, and then was, I get what was the third one? I'd frame Con for murder. Oh yeah, I can't. I don't know if I can hang out with Con because he likes soccer. Does he? Or his wife does. No, I don't. He just seems like annoying. I I don't remember that being a plot point. I'm not saying it isn't. Yeah, I think I'd I think I'd have to hang out with Cotton. That kind of guy always loves me. That's true. That kind of dude really is always drawn to you. That kind of guy always ends up buying me a beer and telling me about hate crimes they've committed. Um, <laughs> which, like, if I'm gonna have to listen to that, I might as well get a beer out of it. That's a that's a fair point. Yeah. And then I guess I guess Khan because he has the best legal, uh, he has the most access to a defense to get it out, get out of it. That's true. So you're not necessarily fucking him over. I mean, no, I am just not as hard as the other ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Those are my answers. All right. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where uh, where the next question went. Um. Oh, I, I have an idea. Have I done? Have I done Tommy Dangerfield for you? Uh, no. But is this gonna be like one of your other characters where it's just like I tell you, my ass, I ate my own ass. Or... <laughs> That's pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I at least eighty percent of the way there. <laughs> I I taught you at sixty. Uh. <laughs> No, Tommy, the Rodney Dangerfield's brother. Okay, give me Tommy Dangerfield. My wife, she gets no respect. Oh, you want what? me to keep going? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, well, I didn't get it. It's, 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 no one respects my wife. She made me dinner and I fed it to the dog. 
And then I fucked her because my wife, she gets no respect. The dog. I fucked the dog because my wife gets no respect. <laughs> Tom, Tom, this is absolute garbage. <laughs> Your your camera literally has dimmed during this impression as though the internet itself is embarrassed to be associated with it. <laughs> she did my you downgraded my Wi-Fi to negative three G's. <laughs> she did my laundry, so I shat on it because she gets no respect. This oh <laughs> okay. This <laughs> I love that you you had this in your pocket. And you're like, all right, if we hit a lull, I know it's gonna pick us back up. <laughs> <laughs> she asked me to, to to film us having sex, so I filmed uh, having sex with the dog. She gets no respect. It's uh, like it's like his wife is the one who doesn't get respect, not him. Yeah, no, I I got the gist. Mm -hmm. The bit the bit's all there. Yeah, yeah. She said, eat my pussy, so I ate the cat. My wife right. gets no respect. <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> said, People love uh, Tommy Dangerfield. <laughs> Here's what I hate is they probably will. <laughs> I, just, I just browned out. <laughs> like, during that. Like, I truly uh, lost consciousness. Uh, Scoundrel uh -huh. says... We always hear about what animals Tom can fight. This is appropriate. We always hear about what animals Tom can fight, but what is the biggest animal Keith could take on? Also, what is Tom's favorite pie? And I'm not I, like I've I feel I've acquitted myself on the raccoons, but apparently there's debate. What is the biggest animal you think I could fight? I think you could take one raccoon. One raccoon? Definitely, yeah. I like pecan. Um, that's I'm the that's the biggest thing I could fight. I'm trying to think. I mean, you versus a goat would be pretty funny. <laughs> All right. I, well, yeah, we're both trying to eat the same can. I give you, I give you slightly better odds against the goat. Okay, I'll take that. I can. Close. I think. It, I think really anything that lives in a petting zoo, I think I win against. Ooh. Like I could kill a cow. I don't know. What are they going to do? Huh? I feel like you would hurt yourself punching the cow. I'm not going to punch it. I'll get a I'll get a poking implement. <laughs> well, then that's not that's not, that's a different game. We're talking You said you said fight. There were no rules about weaponry. All right. Well, with the weapon, I think you could take out a a, a rhino, but I I don't Cool. No, I'm not letting you explain that away. Your answer was rhino. You think I'm very tough and brave. Thank you. Yeah, if there's <laughs> if there's no weapon then or there is weapons and yeah, you could if we gave you a bomb, you could kill a rhino. <laughs> I just I'm wearing a suicide vest like I'm in ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> We're charging at each other. Ah! Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say if I gave you a rocket launcher and and it was Universal Rhino, I think it would be one and a half to one odds that you win that. I think if I gave you a rocket launcher and you had to fight a rhino, I think you could definitely kill whoever was standing behind you because you would definitely shoot the rocket launcher backwards. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 uh that that would be pretty funny. Well, and I'd be like, hey, Tom, do you think you should check to see if the right end of that rocket launcher is pointed out? And you'd be like, it's okay. I counted a lot of toothpicks. <laughs> and then you blow up my house and I have to hire a special needs girl to come to prom and fix it.
Honestly, suicide by rocket launcher would be pretty interesting. <laughs> Shooting yourself in the head with a rocket launcher? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how you really, really let people know you did not want to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. Just the idea of trying to get it up. Like, you have no room to, like, lift it that high. Yeah. Everyone thinks, yeah, everyone was like, no, it was Courtney Love. Courtney Love shot me with a bazooka. <laughs> I, I like the idea of shooting a guy with a rocket launcher and then being like, well, shit, I got to make it look like it was a suicide. <laughs> he just like you put a note on the puddle of goo that used to be the guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, pecan, you said was your favorite pie? I think so. Yeah. That's mine too. Yeah. It's the best pie. All right. Fine. Two raccoons. There we wait. That's that's less. Huh? I was at two and two thirds. Minetta. Minetta says, uh, went to the casino yesterday and saw an Alfred Hitchcock slot machine. Any odd ones you guys have come across? Oh, the Betty White one. Is okay. Was that a Betty White specific one or was it a Golden Girls one? It was a Betty White specific one. Okay. Did he hit the jackpot? Did she finally get to die? (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully. I got to imagine that she's pretty miserable. Actually, she's rich. She's probably great. Yeah, no, are you kidding? Her life probably fucking rules. It does seem like, I wrote this on social media recently, but it's got to be weird if you're Betty White and you just want to like go about your day living your life and everyone's just horny for you to die. So they can whip off some fucking tweets. Yeah. Like it's a hack joke at this point for everyone to be like, hey, what if you were dead? Right. No, it's true. Yeah. Although I can't imagine she follows a lot of stuff on Twitter. You know, she doesn't she doesn't tweet often. No. No. I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked, but I gotta assume she doesn't. Well, she's very old school. She just kind of has a quill pen and she writes things on birds and releases them into the wild. Uh-huh. And that's how she tweets. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the weirdest slot machine I've ever seen. Uh, I put the Ellen slot machine. Really, it seems like a lot of slot machines are just based after shit your mom thinks are fun. Because there's like an Ellen one. There's a Sex in the City one. There's a, a Sharknado one. Sharknado is pretty hilarious. There's a, I saw a deal or no deal slot machine, which is confusing because that's just you're taking one gambling and turning it into a different gambling. Yeah, I think the weirdest one I played was a clown themed one. Okay, I mean, that seems pretty standard. It it it's I've only played on one. I've never I've, I've never really. I think our generation, or sorry, my generation, just really doesn't like clowns. So it's weird that older ones still do. Right. What do you mean your generation as opposed to mine? You're like four years younger than me. Uh, Yeah, there's a generation divide. You wouldn't understand it, Grandpa. You weren't 12. You were busy being 15. Like, (laughs) the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, man. You're older. I am. Not a whole generation older. I, I mean, a whole high school class. You know, that's like two generations these days. Time's speeding up, baby. Hell yeah. 
the heat death of the universe is coming fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cosmic DM says, is Tom Goss the superhero or the mild-mannered alter ego? Also, why does Tom refuse to let Jordan on the podcast? I've never done that. <laughs> I I know, I don't, I don't really, I couldn't remember if that was a reference to a bit we did about you hating Jordan or something, but... Oh, maybe that's what's happening. Yeah, no, I have no problem with Jordan being on. Yeah. Um, but I can go yeah, either way it, on it, but yeah. Well, you you're you're always busy getting owned by her off the podcast. No, anytime she wants to come on, she can. Yeah, no, we'll have her. She just did a couple bonus episodes on the Patreon. She'll, I'm sure, she'll jump on here again at some point. Yeah. Um. Was that the only question? There was something about the. Are you the superhero, or are you is Tom Goss the superhero or the alter ego? I don't know what that. Like my Batman. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say yes. That's the question. Tom, yeah, are right. you Batman? I am Batman. Sorry. Hang on. Take two. I am the Batman. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Tight. Uh, Josh Mang said, what's the funniest thing Ed Larson ever said to you? Uh, I-, I would probably say, I mean, Ed hit, makes me laugh so hard every time I talk to him. The fucking, uh, he did the castle joke on Mean Boys when he was on. That's maybe the best joke off joke anyone ever did. Um, he also, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but when we were writing on historical roast one time, it was like two in the morning and it was like, uh, we just been, had been going for 15 hours and we were just punch drunk and I don't know how it came up, but he got into this whole run about how easy it would be to kill a goat with a hammer. Uh, and I, I don't remember, I, I, I don't remember the specifics of it. I just remember like laying on the ground of the production office like cry laughing uh both from sleep deprivation and ed being the funniest dude in the world no uh, that's, that's a super fair statement because the goat has no idea what you're gonna do like yeah. they probably think it's food right that's like someone approaching you and then killing you with pie like it, it you would never see it coming right um let me see i think we might have had a couple more questions i think the funniest thing he said to me was Hi, I'm Mad. And then the funniest thing I said to him was, "Hi, I'm Tom." Because we we don't really know each other very well. That's we true. You guys, the riff. <laughs> That's a very good point. Uh, okay, th- and this is a fun one. Uh, Sensible Otter says, "If you were elected president, who would you have perform the national anthem at your inauguration?" And I think I know my answer. It's whoever the guy I just beat in the election was. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, you bring them in thinking you're gonna get the handshake, and then just be like, "Nah, here's your microphone, dance, pig." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh man, I'm trying to think if I can top that. Um. Oh, I know. Who's that director? Go on. Um. He was one of the plot points in that bad Tarantino movie. Roman Polanski. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really making a bold statement about your uh, your agenda. Is we are going to extradite this wanted criminal just to sing, and then we'll send him back to Europe. <laughs> that's it. Extradite him. I'm just saying. You know. Oh, he's going to zoom in. <laughs> no, I'm thinking more of a kidnapping situation. Oh, okay. Well, honestly, no, no explanation though. I just. Okay, wait, if we're, if we're going with captives, though, you know what would be funny? Is get everyone at Guantanamo to sing, like, film one guy at a time doing a line like the Imagine video that Gal Gadot put out. 
Oh, Kim Jong Un would be pretty fun. Yeah, that that would be great. You just get like the most historical enemies of America. Like you're booking a roast. Edward Snowden. Yeah, he's on that little robot thing. <laughs> oh fuck. Ah, uh, well, that's uh oh. Last question, actually. Uh, Arnie asks, who from the Pack Pal would look the best with a proper four C eighties afro, apart from Opie? Ooh, Opie would not be my first choice no nor mine i i uh but just because of white guild i wouldn't say opie um i i kind of think go. i kind of think it's you honestly i think i could pull it off i think you you yeah you'd look like uh you'd look like any of the guys in the background in boogie nights like you'd look uh-huh. uh you'd look like hall and oats like other friend like who's also the token, in the band yeah or the token white guy in his 70s nba team <laughs> There, yes, that's it, a hundred percent. You're yeah. well, somebody. Somebody's got to pass it to Doctor J, and that's you, baby. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're the coolest guy on the team that the Globetrotters beat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I we think can. Uh, Ramsey. I think Ramsey could do it too. Ramsey could Ramsey could pull it off. I think. I don't know. I I like your energy with it. I feel like if it's my you, energy would fit better. You're wearing a shirt with like one too many buttons undone. You look a little bit wet all the time. Like that, I think, is what you do. Yeah. No, I big yeah. gold chain. <laughs> yeah. No, I think me and me and yeah, Opie. Opie also. Have you seen any of the photos, family photos of Opie when he was younger and had the mohawk? No. Me and Opie should trade hair because he pulls off a mohawk great. Right. And I, I, you know, I, uh, well, there's no, yeah. You know what? I'm not going to say I in this one. Right. Yeah. You don't is what you were getting at. No, 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 no. I do look good with a mohawk, but I think I'd look cooler with, with uh, Nigerian with a, hair. With like those little dreadlocks? Dude, I wanted cornrows so bad as a kid. <laughs> at what point did somebody tell you that wasn't a cereal? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny no i had a babysitter growing up and he was black and he i always thought he had the coolest hair and i watered his hair oh yeah uh, yeah and he was very he was very nice about it um i mean we can give you cornrows it's not the same if you're white you just you just look like an well, i know i know that tom like i, 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 I wasn't saying we should do it because you look awesome i was saying we should do it because it'd be hilarious yeah no if you're white you just look like an asshole you you would look like a fucking profound douche unless you're unless you're like a white in the, who's in the cold then it's okay you know what it is if you if you are white and you've ever wondered can i pull off cornrows you definitely can't pull off cornrows I yeah I don't think I can I've if never you don't tried. know yeah if you don't know for sure you definitely don't have the confidence for this if here's the only way I'd change my here's the only way I'd even try if a black barber was like you would look good with cornrows he is the only person I trust in this situation yeah and then he turns to the camera and says hi I'm black Johnny Knoxville and this is tricking a white guy <laughs> 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 Welcome to Black Ass. 
It's just different plagues, plagues black people do to make white people look fucking stupid. Dude, I have, I I have to email, I gotta email that to Opie right now and ask him if he wants to make $10 million. Uh, that would that would be just, yeah, that would be the, I would watch the shit out of that. Right. Just, yeah. Oh my God. I'm not even kidding, Keith. You, you should, because I, I, would, I, I, I think I, that would be a bonding experience for both the black and white community to laugh at dumb white people. Yeah. I, I, I mean, look, I'm not the guy to pitch the show, but it is, it's an idea. You should tag team with Opie. I'm very jealous that you got to there before. <laughs> I, 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 I really don't think there's much to the idea past. What if we tricked white people? Dude, that's good enough. Well, the problem is anyone who's going to fall for any of the bits when they realize they're on a prank show will immediately yell the N-word. Like, it's going <laughs> to suck. Well, that's what you get an editor for. See, I've thought that's of true. everything. That's true. You really fucking uh, put it all together there, Chief. All right. If you don't, I'll text Opie. <laughs> <laughs> like, hell, you will. I'll text him about it, and I'll uh, I'll report back on his response next week. Yeah. Although we did kind of come, we we tag team this one. I think. Don't don't try and bogart my idea. We'll have to listen to the tape because this is a million. <laughs> I I'm recording the tape. If you're wrong, if you're right, which you're not, I'll cut out the part where you're right. <laughs> okay. We'll hear that public. He's guarding my idea. I'm what? Bogarting. Yes. What? All right. Now then, I, I just couldn't hear what you said. All right. You want to wrap up? Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Goodbye.